Welcome to Meal Tip Tuesday, everybody. Hope you're having a great day wherever it is you are in the world. We are in Enterprise, Oregon. <laughs> Where are we again? They all run together, folks. But we're in Enterprise, Oregon, and uh, getting ready to do a two-day clinic here. It starts tomorrow, and which is kind of odd. We have a two-day clinic in the middle of the week, a Wednesday and a Thursday. It's really random. But it, we were, it's not random because... Well, it is. It seems like it. Yeah, because we were supposed to be here for Hell's Canyon Mule Days, and uh, of course that got canceled this year, but we are so blessed that they kept our our clinic on the books, so we're very grateful for that. Um, yeah, so uh, Sky, why don't you thank our sponsors? Right here? Yep. Okay. My Pet Sunblock. These, um, Bonnie's a, a new sponsor to us, um, but uh, she's got chemical-free, fragrant-free um, sunblock. So those of you guys with white mules or pets with pink skin, um, it's good stuff. And and uh, Sue Callahan says she uses it. Really? Yeah, cool. she said that the other day. Awesome. Western Mule Magazine. We love Western Mule Magazine. Yep. Thank you, Ben and Anita. Uh, they're they're new sponsor as well. We're very grateful for Ben and Nita Tennyson. Uh, they're great. I love that Western Mule magazine. And if you guys didn't know, um, which we get very little feedback. We, actually, we don't get any feedback. We get some. No. I get some. You get a little. I never hear about it. But I write an article for Western Mule magazine every single month. Um, I don't hear a lot about it from anybody, so I don't know. Maybe a lot of you don't so know guys, about it. So guys, if you like it, tell Ty. He wants yeah. to know. <laughs> I need some. He's and, fishing for yeah, some. I'm fishing for some compliments. Some feedback. No. Uh, and also the watering post. Tell me what you think of that watering post. The watering post is awesome. I really like it. Tell me how it works. <laughs> well, Ty, see you guys. Ty puts me on the spot. You always wonder why I haven't been on Meal Tip Tuesday for a few weeks. No, but it's really cool. I was when we first put it in. I was like, are these people going to figure this out? And they did like. Right away. So it was really cool. Yep. They just pushed down on the little, it's a skinnier, like how big around you think it is. Mm, I can't remember, eight inch, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And it's just tall and skinny and it has a little like button in there and they just push down on that and it fills up with water. They drink it down and it's nice. It's awesome. Yep. So thank you, Larry, at the Watering Post. Uh, great product. So anyways, we appreciate those sponsors and supporting these uh, Meal Tip Tuesdays and also our podcasts. So very grateful. Um, so for our our tip for the day for this Tuesday, um, I just opened up my journal about an hour ago to see what it had to say to me today, and I was scrolling through some or flipping through the pages, and I come across this, and uh, I wrote had written down some do just enough to annoy and not enough to be effective. What do you think of that? Sorry, I was reading a comment. You're going to have to say it again. Don't read the comment, <laughs> Come on, Sky. This is so, why I got fired for a few uh, weeks. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> oh, boy. So, some do just enough to annoy and not enough to be effective. What does that mean to you? Sounds familiar. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you serious? Just kidding. So, anyways, so if you think about that a little bit, um, a lot of times we'll get to working on stuff and a lot of people will pick and pick and pick and then never really get past anything or finish whatever it is or get somewhere um, 
you know, it's not that their mule can't do it or isn't prepared for it, which is another story, but they just don't, most people don't hang in there long enough. And you guys have all heard me talk about that. I believe, I believe most of you are doing the right thing. And most of us, including me, most of us do the right thing. We just don't do it long enough. We don't hang in there long enough to really be effective. Um, you know, there's lots of examples, but one something that pops into my mind right off the bat is, say, uh, a water crossing. And maybe your mule is a little bit scared of the water, and you set it up in a way that you just want to get through the water. And you just kind of push them through the water, you kind of make them get through the water, and then you just leave it. So you kind of got them riled up and annoyed, and maybe you got through the water, but... You need to understand that there should there should be deeper goals in something like that, to where you, you need to be effective. Because likely, if that was the situation, you'd come up to an, another water crossing and you'd have trouble again. So it's hanging in there long enough and doing enough to be effective, and just apply that to whatever whatever situation you're in, whatever you think that would be. What's your thoughts on that? Um, well, something that came to mind was that our Dunnigan Clinic in California. This would have been last year. Because you missed it this year. I, didn't I get went to by go myself. This year. Yep. Yeah. Um it was it was too hot for me there this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. But um I remember I can't remember who it was, if it was Kelly or or somebody else, um, our our host there had been working on it but she was going through a, a water box where, you know, when you step on the the board in there and it shoots kind of water back up mm -hmm. and I just remember her getting through it and you saying or whoever it was I can't remember and saying can you do it again and they were like what <laughs> yep. I don't I can't remember now who it was but and you know it was she went through a couple times and I remember you saying on that last one she just walked right through and you said confirmed now it's confirmed yep. that you know and they walked through just nice and quiet rather than just getting the you know, focusing on the end goal of getting through it, it was more focusing on their mental state as yep. they did it. So that, that's just perfect example for this this uh, comment or my tip for this week is to, you know, you got to do enough to be effective, not just enough to annoy them. So I really care about, and you guys heard me talk a million times about their mental frame of mind. Um, that's really important to me. Um, just uh, two days ago, <coughs> we arrived here and. Um, Riata, you guys all know Riata. Most of you know Riata, my my main mule. Um, she was a little, being a little annoying in the back. You know, we was unloading and she kind of started to paw, which is, is uh, you know, I just if, if they do that, I just leave them in there. So she was being a little obnoxious yeah. about yeah. wanting to get out. Yeah. So I we unloaded the other mules and I left her in there. And as soon as she chilled out a little bit, um, I went to bring her out again and she was just kind of chargy just kind of like pushing like she wanted to, she's really um, yeah like sky says obnoxious about wanting to get out so i said well geez i'm gonna i'm gonna work on backing you out of this thing you know if you're gonna be like that i'll make you back out and go in again and i'll make you back out anyways i'm just trying to basically my idea is just to redirect the mind however i had no idea of what i need to work on <laughs> because yeah. i bit off way more than i could chew and well, um yeah, it was just it was a hard it was a hard one for Riyadh. Yeah, she yeah. didn't. She did not. She was scared to death to back out, so she would take that step out. She thought she was falling and, down, and, um, down, her, down. Yeah, her leg would her leg would drop, and she'd panic and jump back in, and I'd, I'd I'd talk her into it again, and she'd drop and she'd panic. So I never I never did get more than one foot to back out, 
but at the end her her mind was was really bothered um she was really worked up and so we just decided you know what i have i got other things i need to work on with this i need to work on other pieces to get this meal to be able to back out so we just stopped and just let Riata relax for a minute and then i i loaded her in and out a couple times just regularly i got her to where i could stop her halfway out and halfway in and i just coming out forward, coming out forward and, and then going, going in, in forward. forward just just leaving it halfway and going and, slow because uh, she was so rushy back and forth yes so i was basically trying to save myself so that i didn't just get her in this riled up state of mind and leave her at that um, put her away and as i see that so much and i think a lot of people just don't know how to get past it so they get the animal real worried and then they like, oh, well, geez, this is not going good. We better just quit. Mm-hmm. And they quit it all together. So anyways, in this situation, I just turned it back down and got her comfortable mentally again and then left her alone. And I'll work on these pieces individually. So that's another example of you, you need to do enough to be effective, um, but not just enough to, you know, most people just annoy them. So, so you, you just bring it all way, way, way up and then yep. just end it right there. It seems like a lot of times yep. when you're on, you're almost to the whatever it is you're after, it gets harder. It's a little uphill sometimes, yep. I think. Yeah, right before it gets better, it seems like the meal gives one last effort on thinking, you know, you what know they they're, think they're is doing, right. yeah, the, what they think is right. So, anyways, any other thoughts on that? Um, I had one, but it'll come back. In I a lost minute. it. <laughs> So tell me, I want to hear what you guys have to say uh, about that. Uh, oh, I remember week. it was, um, you know, it was kind of like Lariat when we were in Gunnison. And oh, working on the to, rock. Yeah. yeah you know? I, I shared this on one of those meal tip Tuesdays. Yeah. And it was just a, it was just a little bit more than she could take mentally at that time. Yep. And we were able to go and apply it. Somewhere oh, else. I remember, oh, I remember where my thought was going. Um, it's kind of like in the clinics at the end of the class when you go back to you know you're working on something especially in mealmanship too it seems like where things are more detailed and and um tedious oh yeah and particular particular and you're working on something that you're getting really close to hitting the wall for the that day yep and ty has uh, you go back and end on something they're confident in something easy something they know something they They know they they feel good about you're not ending on something super hard Yes. That was tough for them, you know. Well, so many times we work, work, work all the way up until we get to the hardest thing on our list that we can do. And then we're like, okay, well, that, that's it for today. And then we end there. And that's a really bad place to end for the meal. So, yeah, I like to come back down. I like to work on things that they, they know just to kind of cool them off a little bit and relax. And and then end on a su- success. No matter how, you know, I might have worked up the list and got to something that was real challenging. And... um so instead of ending there where the meal kind of ends is, I don't know another back, word to say, but like down. thinking like I'm a, you know, they're a loser because it's hard, you know, right. um, well, like they, feeling difficult. like they didn't get it right and yeah. they're confused. Yeah. They still don't get what the heck we were asking. Yeah. I want to confirm and end on questions that they know. So well, I think that goes back to how you start too, because you're climbing the checklist for a reason. Like today, Ellie yep. was out. All she wants to do is lope. And run. Yep, she's at that stage. She wants to go out there, saddle up, and just take off running. And she doesn't want to do. It was it was annoying me. I was like, so I said, Sky, make slow her down. Like, when he was working his. Mule. I was riding. I was riding my mules, and uh, 
So. So Ellie. So here's what happened: is Ellie's riding Chrome, who is, I mean, broke, broke as you could get, right? Broke as we've ever had one. Yeah, she's very, very good, and a bridal mule. And Ellie goes out there, and just went to Lopin, which normally we don't let her do anyway. But I was kind of helping Swayze, so she got going. She's doing her. She tried to start at a walk, but she's doing circles and then did a trot and then went for the lope and was having a lot of trouble. And Chrome's not one that gives you a lot of trouble in much, you know. Nope. Um, She'll do it, yeah. So I was able to talk to Ellie about, look, she's all, all over the place because you skipped all these steps. So yep. we talked about staying in order, getting them in the right frame of mind, climbing the list that's there for a reason. Yep. Even with kids. Yep, be particular, so... I'd love to hear what you guys have to think about this meal tip. So those of you that are watching the live Facebook feed right now, um, I would love it if you guys would uh, leave a comment. Let me know what you think of that. So I had a few questions from last week that I didn't get to. And uh, anyways, if you guys have questions, go ahead and start posting them. So when we get to it here, um, we'll, they'll be ready. So uh, last week, Jennifer Allen asked... What diameter of Bozal do you usually start with for the Hackamore progression? So, Jen, I like to uh, start with a, a five eighths or a three quarter. The three quarter is a little bit bigger, and um, you know that that's as big as that's as big as you'd ever use it. Um, Hackamore is it would be a three quarter, but uh, I have a five eighths. I really like the five eighths, and that's good. And um, you can go from a five eighths. You know, over, over a period of time, to a five eight, so five eight rawhide, um, to a five eight leather, and that seems to be like a, a pretty good way to go about the hackamore progression. And you know, I only keep them in a hackamore for about a year, so you know, five eight rawhide is is good. Just keep them in it for the year. That's fine. Uh, there's some people that like to go from, uh, you know, like a three quarter down to a five eighths, um, you know even on down to a, a half half inch um, and that's fine if you want to go down to those sizes that's not a big deal at all um, but what size, uh, is, what size is the one you have on chrome that's just underneath the bridle um, it's just a little bozolita so it's just a pencil size um, mm. it's a is it a quarter it's I can't pencil remember. sized it's just little it's just a little teeny it's for, for the two rain stage and I can't remember the exact measurement of it right now she cut me on on the spot um I think how's it feel I think it's a quarter <laughs> I think it's a quarter or something like that so all right so there you go Jen about a I, I like a five eighths um Sue Eiler said that she has a filly that her first line of defense or reaction is to just rear up when she asks it to lead forward or when she asks it to do any groundwork um so Sue is Sue on here? Have you seen her name today? I'm not sure I have it scrolled. Anyway, up. Sue, um if you're on here, hope you're listening. Um but you know, anytime you guys have a problem with a mule or your horses wanting to rear up, it's a forward motion problem. So Sue on the ground you've done this you've done this with me before in the clinics. But clearing the front, that's the very first piece. And um I've been teaching that piece a little different the last two years. I've I've found a new way to ask them to clear the front, but basically, say you're you're standing directly in front of your horse. You're right in front of them. You're facing them. They're facing you. What I would do 
is I'm gonna I'm gonna basically point my rein almost in front of me. So instead of pointing the rein to the side, I'd point it in front, um, and at a little angle, kind of going past their nose. And it's almost like I'm gonna walk right down past the horse's side and right on past their butt. In the meantime, I'm gonna ask them to yield that front end as I start walking. So if I'm walking to the right and forward, that horse or that mule will yield to their left. And uh, so that's clearing the front suit. And any rearing animal you've ever had, if you get doing that, you're gonna fix up that forward motion problem. So you clear the front and go to your circles and that will fix up that forward, uh, that forward motion problem, which is your, your rearing problem. So anyway, Sue, hope that helps you. Let me know how, how that goes. Um, the other question, Lori, Lori Dodd Vargas asked, how do we become a sponsor? So if any of you guys are interested in sponsoring these podcasts or sponsoring these Mule Tip Tuesdays, just, just let me know. Um, just uh, send me an email, ty at tsmules.com, and I'll tell you how to do it. But it's pretty simple, and we love to help promote our friends and uh, others in this, uh, this industry. So happy to, happy to help you. That's all the questions I have, Sky. There's one right there for you. Okay, read it for me. Well, that's why you want me on Meal Tip Tuesday. Because you say the names right and you uh, can read no, right. I just guess better. Okay, Cindy said, Ty, is it safe for a mule to lay down and the rider to get on? Is it safe for the human? Yeah, it usually. I mean, I've seen a few folks get rolled on and, you know, no big deal. Just <laughs> break your leg. <laughs> but, no, uh, it's it's not bad if you if you work through it. I don't teach my mules to lay down, and I don't get on um, from the ground. Um, I've taught plenty to do that, but none of my none of our own mules do that. I don't teach any of my it, own mules. It's always been for someone who it's needs always, it. Yeah. So like, you it know, doesn't have who's not able yeah. to. I've had friends that were handicapped, paralyzed, um, had some kind of physical ailment where they needed the mule to lay down for them to get on, and I have no problem. But if you're if, if any of you guys are healthy and you're good to go i mean either just get on or use your mounting block or use a fence if it's just a trick it's not something that we yeah we're not going to help you out on the tricks sorry guys we're not very tricky yeah we don't (laughs) get into the tricks and the gimmicks but um just to answer the question ty is it safe for a mule to lay down and the rider to get on um it's hard on the mule's knees so if you want to get into the mule's health it's going to be hard on their knees it's going to be uh, difficult for them and you know for a time or two it ain't going to be no big deal at all if it's um, here and there yeah it ain't going to be a big deal it's no different than them laying down only you've added your weight to it and, but, the, saddle. and the saddle weight but um over a period of time if, if you if you did that every time every day why it's it's going to wear on them so all right let's see what else we got thanks cindy whoops look judy smith is glad to see you <laughs> on here sky Judy, I can always count on Judy saying, she says nice things to me every yes. time I'm on here. <laughs> Carrie Anderson, Anderson said her Western Mule came today. Tell me what you think of the article. Well, look, Judy says your articles are the first thing she reads. Oh, good. You've got a feedback. All right, thanks. <laughs> oh, and this is Cindy also. She said, I meant to ask if there's a way to strengthen them so not to hurt their back. Well, you know, all the strengthening comes from all your your quality work. That's a lot of people forget all these exercises and all these maneuvers and these moves we teach in our checklist are fantastic strengthening exercises uh, because that's all riding. Riding it really is is just balance and strength. So you you get your meals strong, you get your meals balanced, and they can pack and take you anywhere. 
Right. Ready? Yep. Gina. Gina Garten said... She's coming next week, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She said, sometimes Todd loads up while I stand outside, but other times I need to lead him in. Is this a problem? I assume she's asking about a trailer. Leading, or loading. It says loads. Loading a trailer. So, um, yeah, I... The point is, Gina is is that he ought to Todd ought to be able to have enough faith in you to do whatever you want. So if you wanted to send him in while you're standing outside, just send him in the trailer. Why you need to be able to get that done? Um, you know, like if I got to load him in the front of my stock trailer, I obviously got to get in. I got to get in there because it's 20 foot deep, and I got to jump in there and tie him to the very front. So I'm going to have to get in there. So I'll just I just soon lead him in in that one. Um, and really, Gina, it, it should be whatever you ask. You want to get that uh, partnership and that field going so that he'll do whatever you ask. So, so either that's way, the right answer is yeah. whatever you ask him to do. So it's not really up to Todd, though, <laughs> to tell you. So well, either way, it's not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. It's so only a problem that, that he is making the decisions yeah, for you. Yeah, <laughs> refusals would be the problem. So good question. Okay. Rachel. Rachel Dixon. I love this example. I'm working with Cucumber because we have a new trailer. He's been worried about it. This has helped me remember to work through it and end on something he knows. That was your your tip. So she's commenting on the tip. Yep. <coughs> what else we they got like here? Your, they like your tip so far. Good. Okay. I'll find a, I'll find a question yep. here. Yep. Okay. We're just going through looking for questions. Okay. That's not questions. Oh. Okay, Barbara, Barbara Vansel. Seems like we keep making progress in the checklist and then we go backwards. Is that normal? Well, if you, yeah, it'll it'll seem like you're kind of riding a roller coaster, roller coaster, Barbara. It'll be up and down. Sometimes you'll make a lot of progress and sometimes it doesn't feel like you move. Um, going backwards would, would be a, a troublesome thing I'd be worried about. Um, and I'd just take a look on how far you're pushing every day and maybe the tip that I just give you earlier in this deal of you know every day you work up your list and then go back down your list and just confirm and end on something that they are totally confident in that's that's usually a surefire way to get a little bit of success each day and just get a little bit better um, also if you're going backwards a lot I'll I'd be checking on the mental frame of mind that the mule is in while you're working and then most especially the mental frame of mind that they're in when um, when you end um, that that whole ending deal that's that's quite the that's quite the deal breaker on this progression you, you need to you need to make sure that you're ending in a good frame of mind I think it seems like that's the theme for the day isn't it but um, that's so that's so important Barbara so I just check on that and then also you know as you work you know, as you guys progress through all these things, keep in mind that you're you're building a, a mental uh, connection to know how to do the move. Okay, so they just need to learn what what it is you're asking and when you're asking it, and how to respond to it. So that's a big piece of it. You're you're also building the mental um, being comfortable with it. So them just learning how to deal with uh, how they feel or how you're making them feel. And then the other part, and this is the part that most people forget about, is the physical part. And I just mentioned that earlier a little bit as well, is that physical part. E each move um, builds physically for the next move. So, for example, right now, um, 
we just filmed uh, some some upco upcoming challenges that we're going to put out this next Sunday, um, which will be this coming Sunday is going to be Haunches In. So the Haunches In move is currently Riata's uh, cap. That's her wall. That's as far as she is educated to at this point in her five-year-old life. That's that's the top of her education. So we're working at it, and not only does she have to learn to move, but she is not, you know, her, her muscle structure is very weak uh, to support that move. But we've been working at it, keep building it, and as we keep asking for that move and building it a little bit more, a little bit more, she'll get more physically ready. So that's part of it too. Sometimes as you guys are progressing, um, sometimes you just focus too much on the move. I'm not saying that's you, Barbara, but I've seen it and I've done it. We focus too much on the move. We want this move, we want this move, we want this move. And we forget to remember that the physical structure might not be able to be supportive of it. So you might want to work on a flying lead change, but then they might not be able to carry themselves collected physically to even support a flying lead change. So you get to asking for these lead changes, for example, and they can't hold themselves to carry themselves and it's really difficult. Then you get them sour, then they don't want to. And then you do go backwards because they say, geez, every time we just come out here, this kind of, this, these moves hurt, you know, a turnaround, everybody, um, not everybody, but a lot of people like their meal to spin and they just think about the end result of the meal making a full circle or two or three circles spinning around and uh, the mule's not built at all to be able to carry even two or three steps. So you got to build the steps like that. Anyways, that's a big piece of it. And I check on that, Barbara. I check on all those little details in that. That's a really good question, and you can see a little question like that kind of goes pretty deep, doesn't it? Yeah. So, well, we are out of time already, folks, but we are so grateful. One more. Huh? One That's more. That's what I always say on them. <laughs> one more. Okay, we'll find one more. <laughs> see? What if it leads to, to another 20 minutes? These people got to go, and we got to <laughs> get the okay. time going here. Okay, I saw a good one here somewhere, I'm sure. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, look, I found one. Patty. Patty Achille. I haven't ridden in about five months after back fracture. Should I start from square one? Oh, Patty, every time I just I just start with your checklist and go through it. You know, your what's your meal's name? Um, Gosh. I know your meal, Patty. Anyways, I would I would just I would just start going up that checklist. Um, your meal will remember a ton of it. You know, five months is really not a long time for your meal to be sitting around. Um, so it's, it's not that big a deal. So I'd go out there and just go up the checklist from the beginning all the way up, climb it, and you will run into the wall soon enough and just start working. So no big deal, Patty. I hope you hope your back gets feeling better and I hope you're in the saddle and ready to come to some clinics and ride with me again. So now we're out of time. <laughs> Okay. I always gotta squeeze yeah, one more in there. I know. I don't want to take up too many, too much of these folks' good time. So, um, anyways, thank you guys for watching. If I could ask you a favor, I would really appreciate um, if you would click the share button right now. Hit the share button. Tell your friends about these Meal Tip Tuesdays. We we really appreciate all the support. Also, if you guys uh, don't forget, all these Meal Tip Tuesdays for this entire year are on our podcast, Everyday Mulemanship with Ty Evans. And you can go back to that podcast, plug it in, uh, listen to those Mule Tip Tuesdays. You guys drive to work, drive to the store, clean whatever, stalls. clean stalls. We have a few friends that clean stalls to yeah. me in their ear. But anyways, you can listen to these. And if you do listen on the podcast, 
I'd be so grateful for a five-star review and uh, and comment. Tell us what you think of the podcast. Um, leave, leave your comments. We'd love to hear about it. So, Anyways, guys, thank you so much. God bless you all, and we'll see you next Tuesday. All right? Have a good one.